Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. Happy Sunday, everybody. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. We hope you're having a, a great day today. And joining me today is Scott Franson, who's the Chief Development Officer for Family Tree. Scott, welcome into the broadcast. Well, thank you, Murphy. I'm glad to be here this morning. Well, let's start with a little bit of history because there's a lot going on with Family Tree and you guys. And a lot of people may not know this, but you've been, you're out of Wheat Ridge. I know that. But you've been in the, yep. working in the Denver metro area, the various counties Correct. around Denver. For many, many years. Right, right. And you've grown into a big-time organization helping lots and lots of people in various situations. So let's talk about Family Tree, a little bit of the history and what it's all about. Thank you. So, yes, Family Tree, we started in 1976, so we have been around for over 40 years. We are a nonprofit organization that serves the the all seven counties in Metro Denver, and we serve people outside of the counties, too, in some of our programs. But kind of to start out, Generally, our mission for Family Tree is uh, that that we're here to help people overcome child abuse, domestic violence, and homelessness to become safe, strong, and self-reliant. So the topics that we work with are pretty severe and and personal for people when we're talking about child abuse and neglect homelessness and uh, domestic violence. They're not really easy topics for people to to digest, uh, but they're real things that we're working with in the community, and Family Tree's been there uh, for, as I said, over 40 years to really help uh, the community. Um, you know, we, we're, we really work on the interconnectedness between those issues because we've kind of learned through our experiences that if a person as an adult is experiencing homelessness, they may have a history of crisis as a child. And so we really look to see how family tree programs and services can really help people get out of those cycles, change the cycles right. and, uh, you know, become better people in the community. Well, I'm kind of glad you made that connection because when I was look, doing my research, I saw, well, children and youth services, domestic violence, it's kind of a, they don't seem connected, but yet they are connected. They are connected. That's yes. what you're saying right now. Right. And maybe you can talk a little bit more about that. How, I mean, how did this all start in 76? Who thought these things all kind of are interconnected? We need to help. Well, the interconnectedness has been part of our growth. Mm-hmm. As we've gone through the years, we've developed more of our systems and enhanced better uh, aspects of, of being trauma-informed for people with different crisis backgrounds. The way we started was really working with uh, youth and um, in, in crisis situations and then uh, in the homelessness realm and helping people in the homelessness realm and then domestic violence. And all those were kind of done in different pillars, if you will, sure, sure. of areas and, and focus areas. And as we in human services become more aware of what's going on in people's lives in crisis situations, kind of identify the cycles. And so trying to be more solutions-based is not just identifying a problem and then addressing the problem, but what kind of led to those problems. And that's the the broader idea of, of how we've developed our programs right. and acknowledging that history can affect people's presence, uh, uh, present as in today, sure. what, what today is for sure. people. And so um, that whole development has just been, you know, learning as we go and really trying to change homelessness in the face of homelessness for people, change domestic violence, change child abuse. And how we do that is looking at the broader picture. I mean, it would be our dream or my personal dream is there is no child abuse in the world. There is no homelessness in the world, or at least in Metro Denver, there is no domestic violence. In order to make those global changes, 
we have to start at the root of things. And that's kind of what in the more, you know, surreal way, that's what we're really trying to do. I'd love to work myself out of a job <laughs> and not have to do and, and, and face like those that. those challenges. The growth, though, what you guys have done, just looking at all the people involved based on your fa- on your page, on your web page, mm-hmm. which is very informative, by the way. Thank you. And uh, it's amazing where you've come since 1976. Yeah, thank you. And what what is next? I mean, when you talk about children and youth services, what are we talking about? What are you offering? Well, excellent question. And um, our website is www.thefamilytree.org. A lot of good information there, and all your pictures are there. Thank you. All the people, and you have a lot of people involved. We do. We do. I'm sure they're all volunteers, board members, and the like. Yes. But let's talk about the services because people might be sitting out there right now going, God, I could use that. I need that kind of help. So what do we have? So we, we, we focus on those three primary areas of child abuse and neglect. Uh, homelessness and domestic violence. And we have programs in each area, each of those pillars, if you will. So within our child and youth services, for instance, we offer um, different services for adolescents where we're, we're doing therapeutic work with families within their homes. And so we have therapists that go into to folks' homes and work with, with their families, their adolescents, uh, youth and adolescents, and navigating certain trauma-driven uh, behaviors. Sure. Uh, we have a program also in child use services that's called safe care and safe care is actually in the other side of the spectrum where we're working with uh, families that have children ages zero to five and we're offering them opportunities to um, learn some more parenting skills because there is no real handbook on being a parent but how, how can <laughs> so we true. help them with our safe care program on learning uh, ways to to work with children at those young tender ages on on health and safety and parent interaction um, in addition to uh, to those programs with youth we we or one aspect I want to really point out about our youth programs is that those types of services, we're going into the homes of the families. Yeah. So our staff members are going directly into a home, which is the most personal area for a family, and really helping them develop skills so that the family unit becomes a bit stronger. Do you have to work with the state? When you're working with children, sometimes you worry about some of the issues there. Do we have to recommend maybe those kids... Might, might need to be moved, or do you have to do those kind of decisions? Uh, we don't do those decisions. We do work with state, right. and the way we work with with the government primarily is that we're a referral uh, agency. We receive the referrals that human services will provide to I us. See. Uh, so we're part of that solution uh, in which families may be in certain situations of of trying to to change lives. That said. People also self-identify for different things. Okay. So, you know, if we transition a little bit to domestic violence, even though people can be re- recommended to us, people will call our telephone line, our, our 24-hour hotline, and identify different things going on in their lives, and then our staff will help them see the services that they need. And connect them. And connect them, correct. So these professionals you work with, are they just like doctors or psychologists, or are they on your board are you on your payroll for the referrals yeah no they're community members just community so uh law enforcement is significant to family tree um and uh in in different health organizations medical professionals and so forth so we're part of that referral basis um and you know one of the the challenges that family tree has is the fact that um you know it's it's not uh 
people will self-identify if there's problems, but they don't necessarily know Family Tree is the place to go for exactly. specific services. Right. So that's where the referral aspects help. Right. Um, that said, we are serving over 8,000 people a year with our programs, um, with our our. Our helpline and our—I'm sorry—our 24-hour crisis line. We serve over 20,000 calls. A oh my year. goodness! So a lot of people are reaching out to Family Tree, and we're helping guide them through the process. And then the services that we're providing more directly, which is that 8,000 number that I gave a moment sure. ago, those are the direct service programs, like I was illustrating with our our child new services. Right. And similarly, we have programs with their domestic violence and our homelessness. Exactly. If you'd like me to elaborate on that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, but I want to get back to that crisis line. Let's, okay. I, I think we need to get that out there a lot okay. so people know and have it handy if they need it. The crisis line or this hotline you talked about that's probably is maybe, their, maybe their first step to getting the help they need. Yeah, that would be a great number to share. And again, as, as uh, I share this number, our website is also a great resource, and that's www.com thefamilytree.org. Uh, it's important to have T-H-E in that. Yes, uh, it is important for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you just type in Family Tree, other things might pop up. But our crisis line number is uh, 303-420-6752. Again, that's 303-420-6752. Yeah. People also referred to us through, you know, using Google to find different resources in the community. Mile High United Way has the 211 number. Okay. And when people call United Way 211 and are um, looking for services like we provide, they will get our number and our contact information as well. Good to know. Good to know. And now let's uh, elaborate more about the domestic violence services. It's a it's a horrible topic to have to deal with, but it's real. Yes. And yes. people do don't know don't know where to go for help. Right. You guys are there. Right. So and, how does that work? Well, and just before I transition to that, I, one other program about our child okay. services uh, that I uh, neglected to mention is our kinship programs. And kinship programs are where uh, non-traditional parents are the parents who are raising children. And okay. there's more and more kinship families that like we're seeing. grandparents? Exactly. Yeah. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, uh, et cetera. So, well, that's great service. Yeah. Because that unfortunately happens a lot. Right. Right. And now people have a place to go. That's Correct. fantastic. Yeah. This is Family Tree. We're talking with uh, Scott Franson, who's the Chief Development Officer for Family Tree, and they have a big event coming up on the 12th of June, uh, or starting on, event on the 12th of June. But let's talk more about what they do. Let's transition, as you say, to uh, domestic violence services, because that's a pretty big topic as right. well. And as we mentioned before, with the child news services, it's sensitive. You know, it's, a, Very it's, a, sensitive. it's really difficult for people to, to, to be through the crisis situation of a domestic relationship violence situation, and the services that Family Tree offers within that realm of our services. Uh, what we're probably best known is our uh, our residential safety facility. So we have people experiencing domestic violence come to our location called Roots of Courage. Um, Roots of Courage is a residential facility uh, that provides 24-hour care for people um, experiencing domestic violence. They need a place to go. Correct. They got to get out of the house. Correct. And so, for instance, if someone is immediately in a dangerous situation, they may call law enforcement. Law enforcement will remove them from that situation, sure. um, and then take them to our our facility. Our facility is a confidential location. Sure, it we is. Are maintaining the uh, dignity of our clients, um, and and I 
keep saying that people experiencing domestic violence because this is not gender specific. Oh, no. No. And, uh, and often families. So we're, we're often working with a mother and, and child or children or a father and child and children. Um, and so we're having people in our, in our Roots of Courage facility um, for 30 to 45 days while we really assess them and their safety plans, uh, help them with what the next steps of what might be part of their life. And they work with professionals during that time? What They're working with our professionals, right? right. right. And within our shelter, we also have a, um, a great allegiance with Kaiser and we provide free medical care through Kaiser. Kaiser's oh, providing that. That's fantastic. Uh, at our location. So uh, medication, some uh, pedi- pediatric care, uh, and just general health care is being provided at our facility also for, for people that are in this situation. But it starts with a phone call. It could it start, can with, start with yeah. a phone call, right? Would it be that same hotline number we uh, mentioned, it or is that a that, different one? It would be that same number, that 303-420-6752. Um, calling that number will help people that are not only experiencing domestic violence, and they question that, but our staff are equipped to offer all kinds of resources for, outside of family trees, such as suicide hotlines, um, different health care options, homelessness aspects, and so forth. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's man 24-7, that hotline. Yes. And real people, not real, automated system. Real people, correct. That's, yes. that's great. Yeah. It's great to know because people need to reach out. They need to know where to go. Yes. Yeah. And that's what Family Tree is all about. Right. Thank you for saying that. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why we're here. We're talking about all the great stuff you've done since 1976. And then we go from domestic violence where you do housing and family stabilization. Oh, one more there, thing. There's more I'm, than I'm one I'm getting a high sign here. Yes, we've okay. Got, we've got a few domestic violence programs. Oh, good. So in addition to our facility where people will will live and be counseled and, and help with their safety program, we also have a legal advocacy program. And that legal advocacy advocacy program is um, really helping uh, different survivors work through situations of domestic violence, sexual assault, and stalking. So when we're working with those folks, our clients are coming to us and we're helping walk them through the process of the legal aspect. Okay. Um, you know, kind of hand-holding, helping with paperwork. We provide legal clinics and so forth. And we partner with different um, legal institutions that their attorneys come and do these legal clinics. Uh, we have paralegals that are helping people with their paperwork and so forth. Wow, you cover it all. Yeah, and that's uh, not all. <laughs> um, we we have a domestic violence outreach program, which is another program in which, and where we're working directly with clients in their homes, in our different facilities, helping them more of a counseling perspective. It's a little different level of um, care than what we do at our Roots of Courage facility. And also our domestic violence outreach program is an educational program. So our group of professionals go into communities and teach at uh, companies or at schools and so forth about relationship violence. Yes. And the last thing in this area of domestic violence, when we talk about this pillar of our services, is our parenting time program. And our parenting time program is a safe environment environment for children to spend with their uh, non-residential parent. So there's some situations in which parental rights have been removed, for instance. Sure. And part of that whole circle and cycle of of relationship that we talked about at the beginning, sure. if a child's parent was put in jail for whatever reason, and that child's parent comes back out, we still want that child to have a parent relationship. And so our parenting time program 
is a safe environment for that to happen. So these are supervised visitations sure. that um, our staff members and volunteers are critical to this, um, do one-on-one um, supervision with a family uh, to you know to give them quality time, and this is a chair, uh, an extremely unique situation that's very very positive because it gives a um, specific amount of time in which a parent and a child or children important time important time you but sure they is. are like uh, over it, 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 I'm trying to say this the right way there's no distractions. You don't have just them. The, the parents don't have the cell phones. They don't have the TV. It's time. It's quality time. One on one time. time with their kids. Oh, that's great. And that's um, so that's part of the domestic violence. Program You're doing it well. all. That's huge. I've, I've worked with domestic violence programs before, mainly through this process. And you guys really offer a lot of services. Well, thank you. And that's uh, what Family Tree is all about. And then maybe quickly we can touch on, on the housing and family stabilization because that has to be big. It is. And as you are probably likely aware, Denver is a very uh, strained place for home oh, home sales, etc. Right absolutely. Now. So th- th- it's an interesting environment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Least. And what we know for people experiencing homelessness is that every person is about one step away, one crisis away. You hear that a lot. Becoming homeless, yeah, such unfortunately. As a bill. Yeah. And so our programs there is we have a another facility called House of Hope, and that's located in Inglewood. And House of Hope. Uh, provides residential uh, services and case management for mothers with children. And that's a um, uh, up to a 90-day stay in which we're working with those families to help right. them find more permanent housing. Our homelessness program, which is located in Wheat Ridge, is, uh, uh, also has a, a helpline that's not person 24 hours like the other like the, one yes. that people will call. The hotline. Is this different the, than the hotline? is 24 hours. The helpline yeah. is eight hours. Okay. Um, but we, we help people navigate um, the system in, in finding uh, solutions for what they're experiencing homelessness. And we're also uh, opening a new program in Aurora uh, this year called Goals, which is um, – generational opportunities to achieve long-term success. Sure. And that's a multi-gen or two-generational program in which uh, we're going to be working with families with children. So the House of Hope is women with children. Our new goals program in Aurora will be families with children. So it could be a dad and and kids that are experiencing homeless. And that's up to a nine-month stay. And while we're working with families to try and find more long-term solutions for homelessness. Well, maybe we should slide out that number for the stabilization and the homeless that's different than the Hotline, it but is if you from the hotline. are you needing some help there as far as uh, as a roof over your head for you and your family, this might be it. Yeah, and that number is three zero three four six seven two six zero four. Again, three zero three four six three two six zero four. People can always call the twenty four hour number also to get uh, guidance as well. Boy, you're offering a lot of help out there, Scott. That is for sure. So you do have an event. uh, Starts on Wednesday, June the 12th. It's called Count Your Comforts Campaign. Yes. Talk about that. What is that all about? So very excited about this. This is a digital event. So it's a a one-day campaign on uh, June 12th in which we're really looking to develop our peer-to-peer fund and friend raising aspects for family tree uh, we're challenging the community on uh, on June 12th to look at the creature comforts you know what are the things that, that we I, take for granted right exactly yeah. I take for granted I do too so creature comforts that go unnoticed and we really want to look at that uh, and really encourage people to to have some mm, self-awareness of what what 
exist in their lives and then you know give back to family tree away uh, in the way we really want to challenge them it's it's kind of a three-step process we really want people to identify and count their comforts uh, number two we want them to consider donating a dollar to family tree for each of those comforts they identify and then the third thing is to challenge five friends oh. to do the same yeah so it's that self-awareness and then spread the word a little bit for people to, to really you know look at their own personal creature comforts they might take for granted and everybody has them you know you're listening right now you know you can make a long list at a dollar a crack you can make a lot of money pretty fast i would think (laughs) well let's back up just a a tad for people that don't quite understand what do you mean by digital explain social media okay so social media campaign um we're really focusing on facebook uh twitter and instagram and, and email, but those primary And that's all under family tree or the correct. family tree? Yep. So actually our, our codes for our call names for Instagram is um, the family tree Inc. Okay. And that's I-N-C, not I-N-K. Okay. The family tree Inc. is our Instagram call. And for Facebook and Twitter, it's at family tree Inc., Pretty easy. Yep. So easy Family Tree Inc. or The Family Tree Inc. So you could you could actually post pictures. Yes. You could po- Can you make donations that way as well through those sources? Through those sources and through our website. Exactly. And again, at our website, www.thefamilytree.org forward slash comforts, you go to the page that gives you a menu of ideas of comforts that we've identified to help get your juices flowing. Well, throw a couple of out that you might that people aren't. Well, what do you mean creature comforts? Like you said, you got running water in your house, right? Yeah, that's an ex- excellent example. Yeah. So, so having running water or getting a glass of water from your kitchen, flipping on your light switch, you know, splurging uh, just because you can, um, or even making an effort to go outside to get fresh air because you work inside all day. Oh. Those are things that you know a company basic needs that a lot of us just take for granted um and you know for many of us we go on autopilot i don't know about you but i take a lot of things for granted uh, unfortunately and the people that we serve at family tree just don't always have the ask the, the same opportunity to take things for granted because they're in the midst of, of crisis well i would think as we just mentioned you might be amazed at how many creature comforts you have that you right. just oh my gosh i got a tv i, I have electric i've i got a closet full of clothes i mean there's, right. the list is long right right and that's what where the help comes in that is where our awareness comes in and where family true can help people as well but but the self-awareness that we're asking the community to take on is just look at your life a little bit and what are some of those creature comforts you know if if you're able to flip on a light switch it suggests that you are in a home that's paid for whether it's rent or or, sure. or mortgage sure. but you're in a home and your your bills are paid you know if you're going grocery shopping and you uh have the resources to to actually pay for you know a week's worth of food ahead of time those are some comforts that um uh you know we many of us have but many others don't no not at all i agree with that and how long does this run the count your comfort campaign i know it starts wednesday the 12th and <clears throat> a month or what are we doing so uh the the kickoff is june 12th and we're starting that off with a kickoff uh celebration at 7 a.m uh with some special guests that i'd like to sure a little bit please um so uh the the 7 a.m to 8 a.m kickoff we will be featuring a 
dear friend of Family Tree, a woman named Jenny Kavanaugh. Oh, I know her from uh, sports. She, exactly. she was just doing play-by-play for the Rockies game last weekend. Yes. Did a good job, too. Yes. She's a wonderful person, a great ambassador. Good for choice. Us. So Jenny Kavanaugh uh, from AT&T Sportsnet, and then Rich Carlos. Do you oh, I know Rich. Name? The barefoot kicker. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. I think so, I played in a golf tournament with him. Really? When he's, He was part of Family Tree when he was with the Broncos. Exactly. And that's how I met him. Yep. And that's yep. how it kind of got him involved, and he's still involved. Huh? He, yep. Oh, he's a mayor's board. That's uh, good. member of our board, and that that uh, one program I talked about um, is actually called the Carlos Center. Yes, uh, and uh, in in his honor. But so Rich Carlos and Jenny Kavanaugh will be part of our kickoff, as well as one of our former clients. Her name is Mary. She's a wonderful woman, grandmother, um, who experienced homelessness and went through some of our uh, programs, and she'll be there as well to share her personal experience. Is this at the Wheat Ridge location? All this, this kickoff? Our, yep. This is our. And what is the address program. for that? So our, uh, people can just show up, right? Uh, we prefer people to RSVP, but yes, okay. we can accept people to show up as well. Um, but our location is 3805 okay. Marshall Street uh, in uh, Wheat Ridge. We have so many locations, I keep messing up. Well, you do addresses. have a lot of locations. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So 3805 Marshall Street is our main location uh, where we'll be hosting that from 7 to 8 a.m. And we're going to encourage people to get on their Facebook accounts and do their challenge. Identify their comforts and challenge their five friends. Friends or people you work with, right. people in your church, where, wherever it might be. And the, the event itself is that one-day push, and then we'll have ongoing pushes throughout the summer, but uh, it, that's really when we're trying to get it started out and, and pushed out into the community. And how does the money aspect work with that again, to donate money to yep. Family Tree through that process? Correct. Yep. And that's pretty self-explanatory uh, on the website. Uh, if you click on the, you'll you check or identify your, your different comforts. Sure. Let's say you pick five, then we ask for a $5 donation. You can always give more. Uh, you don't have to give it all. Again, it's we really want to increase that awareness uh, for your comforts and how that other people just don't have those same luxuries. Well, and there's a lot of them out there, that is for sure. Well, again, it starts on Wednesday. Give them the website again so they can start. That's where you're going to start. If you're missing all of this conversation, here's where you go. Right. So please go to www.thefamilytree.org forward slash comforts go to that page you can see a menu of options to get your mind started and then you know identify comforts make a donation of dollar each uh for each ident- that you identify and then challenge five of your friends to do the same right and if you've got those comforts i think you can afford a dollar each for family tree it shouldn't be that difficult for you and here look we're running out of time here scott and i haven't even talked about treasure trunk your store Uh, (laughs) of all the other things you have you have a store yes well that was one of the addresses i was starting to throw out (laughs) i mean just quickly give me a quick rundown of your store so we have a thrift store called treasure trunk and it's located at 5892 west 44th avenue in wheat ridge uh 5892 west 44th avenue and our our thrift store is unique in that People from the community donate goods to our thrift store, and our clients get to shop there for free. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's the primary. Also, our general public gets to shop there. So I encourage people to donate items to Treasure Trunk as well as shop there uh, and help spread the word. So the, do they stop thing, drop things off at the store, or do yes. you pick up, or how does that work as far we as making? We don't pick up, okay. uh, uh, and we don't take large furniture because we're limited space, uh, but we take clothing and household items, dishes, pots and pans, silverware and such. It's stuff that our clients who might have left a domestic violence situation in the middle of the night, it's helping replenish their lives. 
And it's free. And it's free for our clients. Right. And it's thrift store prices for regular sure, If you want to shop there, and, and that money all goes to Family Tree. All of it is 100% back to Family Tree. That's right. fantastic. You guys are doing it. It's Thank really you. impressive. And again, the big campaign, the uh, Count Your Comfort campaign, starts this Wednesday. Correct. So start looking around the house now. Wouldn't you recommend? You probably don't oh, need yeah, to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It won't take long to make a list. Yeah. And I challenge you, Murphy, to think <laughs> of what your five comforts are and or, or com- creature comforts and who your five friends are you're going to refer. Oh, there could be more than five friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, my friends have the creature comforts. <laughs> that, that is for sure. Well, Scott Franson, who's the Chief Development Officer for Family Tree, an organization that's been around since 1970. 76 children and youth services, domestic violence services, housing and family stabilization. Uh, they seem to have buildings everywhere <laughs> throughout the metro area helping with the cause. And congratulations on all you've done. And if you've Thank never you. heard about Family Tree, I'm going to ask you to say it again, Scott. Uh, give me the web page where, where I went, and there's tons of information yeah. there. So our general web page is www.thefamilytree.org. And again, the hotline phone number. We want to get that out for children's services, domestic violence services. If you need some care, don't know where to go, here's the number you're going to need. And maybe share it with a friend if you know a friend yes. going through the, the situations that aren't good. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our crisis line number is 303-420-6752. And 303-420-6752. And I was going to add, that's man 24-7. Correct. Scott, thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you, Murphy. And uh, let us know how the uh, the creature comfort thing goes. That sounds like a great way to raise some money. And thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Again, I'm, I'm Murphy Houston, and this is Mile High Magazine. Enjoy the rest of your day.